<laughs> no, no, I'm gonna keep my cool. I'm gonna pretend like I've been here before. Ooh, welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I'm a winner. I am a winner again, Perna. I am a winner again, and I deserve to be. The Broncos also won, defeating the Los Angeles Chargers 20-13, getting their 500th win as a franchise. The Chargers, sure, they didn't have Melvin Ingram, Derwin James, or Hunter Henry, but it wouldn't have mattered because the Broncos still would have scored exactly 20 points. Today, I will break down this beautiful win, hand out some big dick Player awards for the first time since December 2018, and maybe, just maybe, hit you with some of that ear candy that is bad poetry featuring Philip Rivers. Also, huge congratulations to the ballsy son of a bitch that bet $70,000 on the Broncos. Uh, I'm not sure you checked the scores yet, uh, but you won. You definitely won. That's good. Sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket or ping pong and everything in between. It's super simple to sign up and it is free. Sports.axios.com. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free, curated sports content delivered directly to you. So sign up for free at sports.axios.com. Mmm. Mmm. Back on top, baby. Let's jump right in. The Broncos' opening series was three big first downs in a row. Jeff Hyerman, play one. Well, his only play for 26 yards, though. Philip Lindsay, play two, squeezing his way for 22, 23 yards. And then the shortest gain, another first down by Lindsay, maybe the most impressive here. Nowhere to run. Phil bounces outside. And look, Emmanuel Sanders picks up the block to spring Philip Lindsay for the first down. Three perfect plays to start the game. Lindsay then finished the drive with the touchdown run. That was seven plays, 75 yards, and the first opening drive, Broncos touchdown in a lucky 13 games. Now, I will never get tired of Rivers falling to his knees in defeat. It is by far my favorite post-play action by Phil. I will also never get tired of saying Flacco goes balls deep to Cortland Slutton. This one guy busts, and when one guy busts... Cortland Slutton. That was the longest pass Joe Flacco has completed for a touchdown since Lamar Jackson was born. But, as well as the Broncos offense has moved the ball this season, this was the one thing missing. The big play to go the distance. That's something you need as a team, especially when it's a crapshoot for scoring by the time you reach the red zone. Rookie Draymond Jones made a very impactful play on special teams by blocking Chase Whatever's first ever field goal attempt in the NFL. Denver took an early 17-0 lead after Emmanuel Sanders, surprisingly quiet on the day, made this beautiful toe-drag swag catch, which if Nate Burleson does not feature, I will stop liking him. And not just as a football analyst, but as a person. That's when the Broncos offense, though, decided to perform its weekly disappearing act. 
win or lose, and I say that now like winning happens frequently, but win or lose, the Broncos' offense lacks consistency, which is still a concern. They had three scoring drives in the first half, but in the second half, it was punt, punt, interception, punt, missed field goal, punt, before they finally got a field goal. Adam Gotsis uh, wasn't active in this game. The Broncos made some changes on the defensive front, which worked well, pushing Shelby Harris to defensive end and Mike Purcell to nose in the starting rotation. I saw some more four-man fronts as well. And I said that on this show, it felt like the Broncos needed to be bigger up front, and Fangio must really love my work, because he totally listened. Good job at listening to me, Vic. I also applauded Fangio and Donatel for not sticking with Isaac Yadam when he was struggling after the Devontae Bosby injury. They are getting better at making decisions during the game, and moving Devontae Harris to corner opposite Chris Harris seemed to work out pretty well despite his one pass interference call. The Broncos' goal line stand, though, right before halftime to hold the Chargers to zero points in the first half, incredibly impressive. LA could have scored three touchdowns in this game. I believe three times they were inside the 10-yard line and Denver held them to a field goal. The only Chargers touchdown was a punt return by Desmond King. At this point, if I am only worried about special teams costing the Broncos a victory, that's a step in the right direction. Late in the third quarter, the Broncos gave LA the ball on the eight yard line after they picked off a tipped uh, Joe Flacco pass. Flacco had two turnovers in this game and they can't both truly be blamed on him entirely. His worst play, besides when he takes a sack for no reason, was a drop Chargers pick in this game. His turnovers were the results of great plays by the Chargers defense. Malik Reed saved the touchdown though after his interception uh, with a desperate tackle here. And then it was AJ Johnson with a big dick end zone interception. I am so big dick deprived. Wait, that, <laughs> that sounded wrong. I am so hungry for a big dick. Okay, whatever. Big dick players awards are coming out the yin yangs. And I'm gonna hand them out like candy. Starting with AJ Johnson, you win a big dick player award. He emerged as a legit inside linebacker. You wonder why he wasn't on the field more sooner, but I like what he did. He stopped Austin Eckler from scoring a touchdown right before halftime, and again intercepted Rivers in the end zone. Plus, Johnson features my new favorite celebration, osteoporosis bus driver. Something all the Fortnite kids will be doing soon. Then, Kareem Jackson also gets a big dick player award. Uh, he's a difference maker on the defense. Like Johnson, he too prevented an Austin Eckler touchdown right before halftime. That was back-to-back -back clutch plays by Jackson and Johnson. Jackson hit Eckler so perfectly, the ball shot out of his hands in a spiral tight enough to penetrate Philip Rivers' sphincter. Philip Lindsay had a huge day, so he gets a big dick player award. Picking up 114 yards and a touchdown on 7.6 yards per carry. Plus he had four grabs for 33 yards. If a running back can be clutch, Lindsay was clutch, adding 45 yards on Denver's last drive to get McManus in position for the field goal that made it a two score game. Cortland Sutton gets a big dick player award for four catches, going 92 yards, including a huge third down reception, followed by a ginormous 70 yarder that happened right when Jim Nance and Tony Romo started talking about how good he was. 
Usually, that's when someone drops a pass or throws a pick, but Sutton somehow turned the announcer's curse into a blessing. Maybe the hardest thing to do as a player. And finally, I'm giving Devontae Bosby the Iron Cock Award for living after a scary looking hit in the second quarter. And also a shout out to the rest of the Broncos secondary and linebackers for stepping up even after the Bosby injury to hold Rivers to just four and a half yards per attempt. No Callahan, no Bosby, no problem. And I do blame Joe, Joe Flacco for Bosby's injury. It was the strip fumble that led to the hit on Bosby. If Flacco had eyes in the back of his head, Bosby wouldn't have suffered a cervical sprain. Which, after about seven hours of research, I was able to confirm is an injury that can happen to a man and not just a woman. The positive news, even before the win, is that Bosby should be alright. There's no timetable on his return, but it is good to see that the injury wasn't worse. Now before I embarrass Philip Rivers by sharing his bad poetry, let me give Mike Williams credit. He's been dealing with the back injury, re-injured it in this game, and went on to finish as the Chargers' second leading receiver behind Austin Eckler. Keenan Allen held to four catches for 18 yards, and Gordon and Eckler combined for 38 rushing yards. Rivers, 211 yards, two picks, could have been three, which means that was a lights fucking out defensive performance. So my compliments to you, Mike Williams. Yes, it is time to bring back bad poetry featuring Philip Rivers. Today's poem is titled, A Rivers Runs Wild Unless It Is Behind or needs a play in the fourth quarter. The refs are more accurate hitting players with flags than Philip Rivers is throwing drags. There's no getting around the fact that losing stinks. It is quite smelly. But hey, Philip, at least you were honored to have Vaughn aggressively rub your belly. Philip Rivers, you're never hurt. So what's your excuse for always throwing the ball into the dirt? The price you pay after throwing an ill-advised pick is to block a linebacker. Would you prefer a double team of Vaughn and Walker for another Rivers sacker? Mr. Bolotai, Mr. Has a lot of kids guy, Mr. Never too shy to cry to the refs guy, Mr. Offensive skills are verbose, but when under duress, it actually isn't close. Oh my Rivers, you're the man. So dominant you can't get any powder jerseys into the stands. But I guess that's better than Joey Bosa forgetting he has fucking hands. Maybe you should pick up cigarettes, purchase some tobacco. What's the point of living if you can't even beat Joseph Flacco? Rivers poetry, yeah! And that is some bad poetry with Philip Rivers. The Broncos get a win. There are some concerns still, but I'll save those for the prediction episode. Today is about celebrating in Broncos country. In scene. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Broncos. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I do NFL and Broncos coverage. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you want to get at me on those social platforms. <laughs> do you like to get at me there? I don't know what that means. I'm getting too old to say things like get at me. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.